Negative. There we go. Good morning, my friends. This is Dr. Drill for the Making Motivation Podcast. Oh, shit. Look at that school bus taking that turn. Um, today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. Well, Tell you what, my friends, uh, yesterday was my daughter's birthday. She's 13 years old. And everybody loves their kids, adores them, is proud of them. But I gotta say, Lily Oberst is, uh, is a very special human being. She always has been. Got a little twinkle in her eye. She's got all kinds of talents physical, mental. She's very creative. She's shy. And I've often thought that she's the person, type of individual that has the most to say, despite being shy. I remember being a little girl and introducing her to one of my patients or one of my boot campers or something. And she would kind of like side bend her head and just kind of act like she was like bashful, you know? Not look him in the eye sort of thing. But give her a few minutes and then she'd be doing all kinds of cool shit. Her and Sam, Mandy would take them to whatever we were doing. Sometimes we'd have a little fitness night at a local school or something. Remember her climbing rock walls and interacting and everybody just thinking she was so damn cute. She was a little toddler, you know, three, four, five years of age growing up over the years she's a good kid and I am very proud of her I love all I love my entire family obviously I I love both my children equally but Lil is I got my eye on her you know she's She's really going to do some special things, and particularly because she's a little, a little reserved. My mission is to try to see her at some point really excelling and taking this life for for everything it, you know you can. It's maximizing on the experience, and that's what this is. It's an experience. Something, a journey we're going on. As I was saying yesterday or the day before, rambling on about take action. You know? Take action. Put some points on the board for the good guys. Cause and effect. Cause something to happen today. Doesn't have to be something freaking grand. You don't have to solve poverty. You don't have to solve the climate crisis. Just cause something to happen. And if you see, if you if you sense that something is going about to transpire, that is not what you want it to be. Cause yourself to change that situation by your 
the way you regard it, the way you behave. You know, I'm thinking about some circumstances today where I need to do that, you know, where I'm going to do that now that I've said it. I had a bit of a melancholy day yesterday. You know, I went to the college as usual, taught my classes. I had a few inquiries from students saying it sucked that I wasn't going to be teaching next semester and that uh, one guy in particular said he, he was going to sign up. He intended to sign up for both of my courses. And then my name wasn't on the roster, wasn't among the options of professors to sign up for. So he said, you know, he's really disappointed because he really likes learning from me. He said that all the students know, if you ask around who to take anatomy with, he'll tell you, Dr. O. That means a lot to me, okay? You know, I do, I do a lot for love. Got a big heart. I'm a big sensitive guy, you know? So I was a little bit downtrodden yesterday because I kind of feel like I'm letting them down. I got to do what I got to do for my own reasons. And I truly believe stepping away from this teaching appointment will um, give me more time to focus on other things. And just the best use of my time and attention at this point because I need it. And I feel like I'm exhausted some days and I just can't hold all those balls up in the air, so I need to be really selective in what I, all the things I try to manage. So my love, I love my little girl. We celebrated her 13th birthday yesterday. She had a big smile on her face. She went to cheer, and uh, she uh, was sent to picture of a video. She didn't want anybody to know it was her birthday. She didn't want any special treatment or to be acknowledged or to be embarrassed. Sure enough, somebody, it leaked and somebody uh, put her in front of the camera. Two of her peers were holding her up by her feet and she was standing there and they were saying happy birthday to her. And it was like, you know, a moment for her to me. It was like, Lily's one of us. Happy birthday, Lily. We're celebrating you. And she deserves that sort of thing. Everybody does. Feel special, even for a moment, even if you don't want to feel special. I'm not big on birthdays. I'm just, I don't know, I guess I was kind of raised like that. My father was like, eh, birthday. And I mean, it, it truly doesn't. I, I don't really have... Like, oh, it's my special day. But some people, birthdays are extremely special. Because they were raised that, that birthdays were something to truly celebrate. And wow, is this, you know, and I think it's it's interesting. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to do, to say a kind word on somebody's birthday. A lot of folks, when it comes to social media, when happy birthdays are delivered, people say, oh, these really feel that I really appreciate the love, appreciate everybody, you know, wishing me well. 
I try to respond to each and every one. You know? So they celebrated Lily well, and I'm very proud of her. Just, just being the person that she is. And again, I'm watching her close because she's a fantastic human being. And at 13 years of age, she's just at the start of her life. It's going to start getting interesting now. And I just want her to be, you know, understand that there's going to be rites of passage and slings and arrows and all kinds of stuff, obstacles to negotiate, but life is good. And you have to gamify it and you have to take, you know, more of your life in such a way, try to view life from the point of view like, you know, I'm, I have some degree of influence here, if only by my attitude, you know, and how I'm going to approach the day. You know, today's Wednesday for me, I'm a grown man, 46 years of age, and as I drive into the office here, think about the busy day I have and the many interactions I'm going to have, and some of them I can't wait for, and others I'm just kind of like, ugh. it seems like at the end of these crazy days there's always some story to tell I do appreciate those stories but you know what I'm saying my point is there's some things that you just you dread dreading things I'm not going to be anxious about things this is my life I I draw the lines I draw the landscape I decide how I'm going to respond Hit the gym with my son last night. Spent about an hour in there. A thousand stair steppers. A bunch of different weight stuff. Some circuits. Some kettlebells. I feel good. Physically, you know. It was nice to get out there with my boy, too. We had a little sushi afterwards. So now it's Wednesday, and it's hump day, and... see the end in sight, you know, it's there, it's there for the taking, it's been a beautiful week, today's going to be another, it's already 48 degrees, make some things happen today. I should also mention, uh, today's the Marine Corps birthday. You have two new text messages. Today's a Marine Corps birthday. Very special day. 10 November 1775, the Marine Corps came alive right down here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A place called Tun Tavern. You have three new text messages. Tun Tavern. 
first Marine recruiting event. So you had the revolution starting underway. Rather, American Revolution's underway. You got freaking the forces trying to put together some fighters. So they said, okay, who wants to join this fighting force? Hey, how about this fighting force? They got together together at the places where people gathered. And they got some text messages coming in, huh? I got together at the places. The recruiters went to the places where people would gather, which, of course, is taverns. People coming home after long days, drowning their sorrows in a pint. And they said, hey, who wants to fight for our independence? We're tired of these. They're taxing the shit out of us. They're doing this. They're doing that. You know, we came here. We want freedom. This is our new land. I'm not going to be pushed around by the British. We don't live there anymore. And a bunch of brave lads stepped forward. That recruiting event was held by... Samuel Nichols. Samuel Nicholas. I always get that fucked up. How the hell could I get that? Samuel Samuel Nicholas, I believe, was the recruiter. And uh, this time of year, you'll have. I mean, shit. I should. I guess I should be down. <laughs> I guess I should be down at Cookies today. Cookies is the place down in uh, South Philly. At 10th and Oregon Ave, where they close the street and they have a bunch of shitty fucking piss beer uh, kegs, and you can buy hats and plastic cups and mugs and memorabilia. There's Marines of every stripe standing in that road, warriors from every era, got freaking recruiters from that. You know, from the various local Philadelphia surrounding areas, they go they go down to there in their dress blues, get all kinds of attention. You got the old timers limping around, people without limbs. You know, a lot of freaking, a lot of beards, a lot of brawn, a lot of stories, a lot of ex um, expletives. And for many years, I did that. You know, would go down there and <clears throat> look for friends and have a beer and reconnect with people. My boys would be in, t- in town right now or, or driving from all points, swooping to the Philadelphia area. And we would drink beer and tell stories and just spend some time with each other. We did that, I don't know, six, eight, ten times. People coming in from different, you know, from wherever they lived. Guys coming down from Maine, from California, from the Carolinas, from Georgia, Florida. And they would come in and they would celebrate. We would celebrate together. To me, it got a little bit old, which is terrible to say. Because I look forward to this day every year. But we go down there and we get, you know, tore up, drunk. And then the next day you had to leave. People would be, you know, racing out of town, 
trying to get back home. Over the years, we had guys who started families <laughs> and some who had different challenges with jobs, with relationships, whatever. Then, of course, COVID happened, and I'm sure that they're comparatively less of a group down there at Cookies. But, I mean, believe me, if anybody's going to still be down there, it's going to be Marines. be the same scene today as it always is. So, Semper Fi, what a ride. I was thinking yesterday, man, what a tremendous experience. The four years that I spent, I mean, I when I think about it, the amount of time that I actually spent in the Marine Corps. I was in, when I was 15 years old, I was going to <clears throat> meetings. I was like a military brat, you know? I didn't have a parent in the service, but I I just was a little shitbird, looking for direction, looking for adventure. Got in some trouble. My mother brought us down to the Marine Corps recruiting station. And the next thing you know, I'm shipping off, getting enlisted. <clears throat> Boot camp, various schools that I went to. Out to my unit, deployments here, there, and everywhere. Made a shitload of friends, gotten some fights, had some adventures, developed, went to some more schools. And in this concentrated period of four years of my life, I learned a lot. I had a lot of, I'm going to say hardship. They give you the term, embrace the suck, so it's a hardship whereby you, um, you're away from home and you're training hard and you're living on the ground a lot of times as a grunt. And the food isn't great. The lodging isn't great. You're not always treated well. But you have one another. So all the guys that you go through this with. They make it worthwhile. You know. They make it something. Very, very special something I've never encountered I've never encountered anything like this again in my days I mean not nothing exactly like it and you know how it goes as the days progress you you relive it you tell those stories like you'll hear me telling and With each Marine Corps birthday, you'll remember all this stuff, all the occasions, all the adventures, all the deployments, all the training, all the stories, and you rekindle all that. And it makes you proud. It reminds you about how tough you really are, all that you've gone through. One of the most special things that I've ever done in my life. It makes me think sometimes... I think everybody should know what it feels like to, to feel part of something like that, to feel that accomplished, to be a Marine. Or to do something hard, or be part of a group that where there is an expectation that 
need to earn your keep. You know, you need to be, you know, you, you need to contribute to this group. You need to be trained. You need to be knowledgeable. You need to be tough. You need to be, you know, accomplishing, you know, the mission or somebody dies. Yeah, that that's like the biggest thing about it, I think, that makes it, part of what makes it so special is the implications. You do your job. I do my job. If one of us drops the ball, the entire mission could fail. All of us could be dead. So you're literally covering somebody's ass. What does it mean to cover somebody's ass, you know? I'll tell you what it means. It's a big freaking deal. It's like you're saying, on my integrity, on my life, I'm going to be there for you. There's nothing more significant than that. Just nothing more significant than that. And so those of us who've experienced a little bit of that, even in training, just the the premise of that, just the the reinforcement of the of the reality that this is life and death. If we fail, the mission is not accomplished. People die. Freedom is not preserved, or whatever we're trying to do. You know what I mean? It was often storyline often revolved around something like, you know, these people are being preyed upon by some bully. Well, we're going to go in and save these people, and they're going to, you know, we're going to be heralded as as heroes, as victors, as people who do the right things, right? And while that wasn't always true, I don't believe, the storyline around it, we were happy to go out there and raise hell and protect each other. Like, we're coming, and if you get in our way, you're dead. You're going to lose. And so just that being part of that crew and the guys that you know and love and sometimes you hate against the world, the Band of Brothers, the famed Band of Brothers, so, anyway, with those little talking points in mind, my daughter's birthday, love her so much, with the Marine Corps birthday here, the responsibility is mine to do something with that, with that motivation, with those victories, with those philosophies, with those core values. With J.J. Did Ty Buckle, judgment, justice, integrity, dependability, decisiveness, enthusiasm, tact, unselfishness, courage, knowledge, loyalty.
Got to live by that shit today. All right? Talk to you motivators soon. Huh! <laughs>